Judah was Chant Down Babylon and Who Died and Made You King. And then over on Roswell, New Mexico, we're doing episode Down in a Hole. Um, I'm sorry for the triple header. I got confused and we did it <laughs> and didn't par- portion out the episodes evenly. But we will be on track to finish both Roswell, New Mexico, original Roswell, and this show on the same week <laughs> in a few weeks from now. Promise. What's the first thing Michael does when running out of the burning medicam? The first thing Michael does. Uh, I mean, he takes his shirt off pretty early. Is he that, takes his tie off. He takes his tie off. Okay. And then he takes his shirt off. To, yeah, later. Okay. Um, who had their spleen removed? Isabel. How does Clayton travel to Vermont? Uh, their jet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is always gassed up and yep. ready to go. Uh, so this one has two answers. I'll accept either. Okay. How high is Isabel's fever? 112 and then 115. Yes. Um, what will a poor librarian find after spring break? What will a poor... I don't know. The body of Clayton's wife. Oh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. Morgan Fairchild's corpse. Um, How does Jesse describe the doctor that they call to treat Isabel? Uh, A family friend. A friend from the neighborhood. Oh, that's right. Well, because remember, he's from the city. He's from L.A. Right. Right. Or no, he's from the city of Roswell. But he's like from like a different part of town. Right. Right. That, like, makes him different. Yeah. He's not from the country club part of town. Um, I found it hard to write questions about this episode. There was a lot happening. There's a lot happening, and it's all just, like... I mean, first of all, what a great episode. Yeah. <laughs> what a great episode of the really show. It was a really good episode of the show. Um, and it's all, like, just playing with the relationships between the characters. Mm-hmm. It's a Ronald Moore script. Yep. Uh, and, like, it... Feels like fucking Battlestar Galactica. It does. Um, like in a way that like this show doesn't hit. Doesn't the show doesn't do capital D drama? Yes. In a way, in this way, like it does melodrama. Totally. And does and we still have angst. some of that. Thank you, Morgan Fairchild. Yeah. And the and the season will continue, and we'll get. It's not the end. There'll right. be more angst. But like, compare the kind of drama in this episode to Liz being like. Why did you sleep with her? Yes, totally. <laughs> that like this one is like, okay, now this is a killer in the body of your dead boyfriend. Yes. Like, and you have to deal with that. And then over here, Isabel dying. Dying. <laughs> and the three men who, and three yep. men who love her having to like deal with that and deal with each other. Yes. Through that. Yeah. Like hard, heavy, real stuff. The only thing I could possibly have wished for more is if Sheriff Valenti got his, got a death if he had, scene If he had Isabel. a moment with her too. Yeah, that would be maybe it would be too much. But. It, it might it might be too much. The the uh, just knowing that so and, and I mean also also this moment of um, Maria telling Liz mm-hmm. like what happened, yeah. even though like Liz already knows that Max yeah. is dead, um, that she's like he was saving uh, Jim Valenti from a burning building. Yep. Michael said he was, he was heroic. heroic. <laughs> like it's I, I don't know it's uh, it's like the moment between. Uh, uh, the fathers Valenti yes. and Parker, where it's like, oh no, these are real people having like a real 
emotional moment with each yes, other. Yes, absolutely. It was grounded in a way that this show doesn't isn't always interested in being. Right, right, right. I will say, and we'll get into it, and we'll talk about all the different parts. I will say that, and again, I watch everything through a Maria lens. I feel like Maria could have had more patience with Liz's grief. Yeah, when she's she, like you can't talk to me like that it's like wait a minute well but yeah give her a day <laughs> give her like a second like hang out with her drink with her yeah like, drink with her let her get it out like like i'm not gonna talk to you when you feel like this when her love of her life died less than 12 hours ago like no you no you you are gonna you, keep you, talking you tough to it out yeah like yeah this it sucks for you too maria yes. but like deal with it and six months from now maybe you say liz you can't talk to me like that right but today today liz, she can talk to you however let, the fuck and then she I was like, wants maybe this is my codependence coming out but like <laughs> i 100 percent would let like Oh, absolutely. If someone close to you died, I would let you talk to me however you wanted for at least 24 hours. Like, at, least 24, at least 24 hours. Especially if I'm drinking. Especially if you're drunk and you say yeah. mean things, I'd be like, yeah, yeah I take yeah, it. Okay. You just yeah. take it. Also, like, Liz is not truly being She's that mean that to mean. her. She's just, because Mar- Maria's like, I know what you're going through. Yes. And then Liz is like, the fuck you do. <laughs> and Liz is right. Liz is right. <laughs> Liz is right. She doesn't make mistakes. <laughs> The trend continues. We'll have to see. But in the last, there's only there's only four more episodes oh my of the God. show. Um, so in these last four, we'll find <laughs> out does Liz make any mistakes? Um, I so the you had mentioned before that like uh, with the the previous episode into this one that it's it's not necessarily like a two parter, but like yeah. there certainly is the cliffhanger of yes. Max is dead. Um, and we well, don't and have... like Morgan Fortune. Fairchild was only introduced in the last episode, right, so it right. feels like a two-parter. So that they, they they are a nice package, but yeah. like they they also feel so totally different mm-hmm. that like the stakes in this one are so much higher yep. and so much more grounded. Totally. Um, to the point where like having this uh doctor friend of Jesse's mm-hmm. like in there and like asking questions and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, get this guy the fuck out of here. <laughs> like we don't need we don't need another engine of like, ooh, what's going on? Like, well, I go away, buddy. It helps because we haven't other than his friend that he sent away. Right. We don't Jesse doesn't have any friends. Yeah. Like yes. as we've noticed multiple times. But like I do think it's important for Jesse to have a conversation with someone who knows him and doesn't know about aliens. Yeah. To be like, whoa, buddy, like I don't these people are into sketchy stuff. You are not a sketchy guy. Right, right. I don't see this. Whereas, I don't know. I mean, he could have had a phone call with his mom, I guess. But, like, I, I don't. I liked that. The other scene's not as much. But the, having the one scene of just, like, a friend of Jesse's who's known him a long time and yeah. knows the kind of guy he is to be like, I don't think this is you, man. Like, you aren't. A, these are sketch balls. You're not a sketchball. It's a, that's such a funny takeaway, though, of like these people are sketchy. It's like, no, what? She she has a fever of 115. Like, yeah, what do you think it is? You live in sketchy. Roswell, yeah, New Mexico. Like, think it through. Like, what? The, are they scamming him? What do you think is going on here? Yeah, I, and maybe he just is. Maybe he's thinking just aliens or sketchy i don't know yeah it's 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 not clear exactly one it's also funny that's coming from a a sketchy guy yes exactly i did think it was funny when he was like talking about his crime and then uh jesse's like yeah there's a lot of people you shouldn't trust including that fbi agent yeah yeah (laughs) it's like well i mean 
I don't know. Yeah, it's, I don't. It, it's just it's just so funny to get like a little slice of that dude's story. Yeah, where I mean, yeah, there's the he was writing prescriptions for his friends and then one FBI agent. Yes, um, but that he, he's like. <laughs> it's just like a little bit of a sob story in there of yeah. like don't have my career I don't have anything you know yeah. it's like oh, okay. oh, oh alright we gotta oh, get yeah, invested with in this your guy problems? now yeah. we got other fish to fry we have got other fish to fry we've got potentially two aliens dying there's only three aliens on the show yeah yeah it's two of them wild. are in mortal, mortal danger um, and, and seemingly the aliens now and like pairs of aliens yeah possibly Possibly like these soulmate pairs that yes. we we talked about briefly. Yes. Um, have the ability to bring each other back from the brink of death. Yes. Yeah. It's not clear, and I am okay with it at this point. That it's not clear how exactly Liz was able to bring Max back and let Clayton die. Right, but we see like elsewhere in the episode. Yeah. Michael do that with, with Isabel. Isabel, exactly. And, you know, like using their like original alien identities. Oh, I can't believe that you just referred to Isabel and Michael as soulmates. That's what I'm saying. That's my problem with this right. premise. <laughs> no, they are not soulmates. But maybe in their original alien forms, though. But Liz and, Al- Liz and Max weren't. Right. right I agree right. that we saw the same thing seem to save Michael and Is- Isabel. Was a- or Michael was able to save Isabel with the same glowy white hand power as it looked like Liz was right, able to right. save Max. But well, calling that soulmates... Well, it's something... It's. I mean, I guess it's just like the uh, literalization of like love yeah, saves everything. Yeah, I think it, they yeah. love each other deeply. Yeah. Soulmates. Soulmates. <laughs> um, the, the uh, like, superior Spider-Man-ness yeah. of this uh, is very cool. Yeah. I like it a lot. Um, I do wish that we had somehow... That like Clayton would have been set up a little bit before yeah. that we like knew him as like a actually like knew yeah. him as this like evil old guy or whatever. Because yeah. um, it's also not clear if he was. I mean, obviously his wife is evil. She's murdering people to save him, and right. he maybe knows that she's willing to murder people to save him. So there's that piece of evil. But like, it's not clear if he's driven to being evil by Max. Right. Like, like who <laughs> kills Morgan Fairchild? I think it's is it Clayton or I think is it's it Max? Because he she keeps saying to him and he yeah to kill the thing you love to yes, be free. and so Clayton's the one who loves her, right? But why would he do that? I because mean, he's I, thinking but, if I kill you and I kill Liz, then I will be free. But I free to I guess do what? I don't think I don't understand. It's not fully clear how killing Morgan Fairchild gets Clayton free of Max. That's which yes seems to be his goal. Yes. at that point. But also, Morgan, he's he's crazy. He's lost. He's right, not acting right, 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 right. Um, and she is repeating to him over and over, kill the one you love. And he's staring into the eyes of the one he loves at that moment. Right. But it's still, it's, I guess, like, you have to just, like, chop it up to, chalk it up to the fact that he's, like, crazy and confused and yeah. has, like, too many conflicting impulses but it's, in his you head. you wonder, like, was he always, like, did he have dementia before this? Oh, yeah. Great it's question. Like, who knows? Yeah. Because, like you said, we don't really have a baseline for Clayton. I don't honestly. I don't know if that actor had any lines. Like he may be an extra. He may have gotten background pay. Oh yeah, great point. Like, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't, I don't think he does he, talk. Yeah, I don't know if you really can not pay someone if they are a named character who is in this is central to <laughs> scenes. But but still, like I don't think Clayton speaks. Yeah, so, except through with with Jason yeah, Bear's voice, yeah. right? Which 
got us another yep. right under the wire. Yep. Give we got me another one more, opportunity. One more character. <laughs> Play somebody else. He's so good. Uh, he is so I good. I want him to be in like an alias show. Uh, totally. Yes. Or like in Americans where, yes, yes he's got to just like Ooh, be a different. He would be so dark. He would be so dark. Yeah, that would be um, really good. But it's also very funny to see him like dressing as like an old man. Yes. <laughs> like, but honestly, all those outfits look pulling soft. Pulling it off. Pulling I, it off. I was like, maybe I should dress like an old man. <laughs> Honestly, I've got the uh, the fall bug has bit me. Oh yeah. Even though we don't really get fall, we get early winter, which semi-fall is my like fall we- weather. Sometimes rainy. Yeah, sometimes okay, oh, crush fingers yep. rains. Well, we need um, it. <laughs> but we don't really get a fall, but I I'm in a fall mode, so like I want to wear like soft coats. Yeah. And like something that's heavy that you have yeah, to like which snuggle maybe up into. I will get to wear in November. Maybe. 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 December, January. <laughs> Uh, yeah, September, October are not really fall here. No, not I even mean, close. No, but maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get to wear one of these outfits. Um, but yeah, I was enjoying Clayton's look. Yeah, well, and it's also just nice to see our some of our characters in um like cold weather yes clothes um like Maria's looking great in yeah. her like coat and like wearing a hat knit hat yep um. And I guess Liz is also, I, I wasn't clocking her outfit. She Here's the thing. She's very distraught all episode. Right, So that's she's true. not making an effort to look cute. No, not at way. all. Like, she's wearing sweats and her coat and her hair's all That's dressed. right. I forgot there's one point where she goes out, like, in her jammy jams. Yeah, she's yeah. in pajamas. She sits on a bench when it's still snow on the ground, not melted. She wipes some snow, snow away with her hand, with her bare her hand. I'm like, your pajamas are going to be so cold. They're going to be so- And wet. And wet. But she's not used to it. She's from New Mexico. Right. She doesn't know how to deal with snow. Um, but yeah, Liz is going through it this episode. She spent she spends half of it drunk. <laughs> and loves being up in that drinking room. She loves Loves it more room. than anything. She even goes there when she's she goes there when she's bad. She goes there when she's sad. She, she goes, goes there, there when, when she's, she's scared. scared and she's being pursued <laughs> by uh, an old man in her dead boyfriend's body. Oh man. And that scene was pretty grounded, too. Like, the idea that Max is like, you have to kill me. And Liz is like, okay. Yeah. So, interesting, weird parallel. And I'm about to spoil the beginning of The Last of Us Part 2. Okay. Um, so, Ashley Johnson yes. plays uh, uh, Liz's roommate. She's mm-hmm. the voice of Ellie and, like, the motion capture yeah. for Ellie in the, the Last of Us series. Um, Last of Us Part so, you know, through, through the course of The Last of Us, uh, Joel is the, the father figure, takes yep. care of her, uh, ends up, like, mowing down a, a, a hospital full of, like, researchers trying to extract whatever it is from Ellie mm-hmm. that makes her Im- immune to the um, the zombie virus right. thing. Um, and it's, like, an unforgivable thing that he does, yes. but he has to do it to save her life or his whole humanity goes out the window right. when, when they would kill her to extract this stuff. Um, and so at the beginning of the second game... Um, you are playing as as Joel and, mm-hmm. and Ellie, um, and uh, Joel gets taken by um, some people who are um, like survivors or relatives of people who he killed in okay. that like uh, climactic sequence at the yeah. end of the first game. Um, and they take him and they beat him to death with a golf club. Oh Jesus! And it's like a brutal and you know set, the whole rest of the game is like Ellie seeking revenge. Yeah. Um, that's not the whole rest of the game. It also does like a little twist on it then where like. 
you play as the characters that she's trying to get revenge on yeah. and it's you know it's one of those like cycle of viol- it's yeah. in, it's an incredible bit of storytelling yes. and it's just a just amazing shit um but that like here's another thing with Ashley Johnson and another mm-hmm. um someone being or at least the threat of someone being yes. beaten to death with a golf that club that is interesting and definitely before that by a long shot, By yeah. So maybe By like you're 20 years. the creators yeah. of Last of Us 2 That's what I'm saying. I'm saying they stole this. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, interesting, a golf club. Interesting. Ooh, that's very vivid and very graphic. <laughs> that would be very upsetting to watch, Max. To watch one of our main characters, characters yes. Beat to death with a golf club. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I was, at that, I was like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like. You know, and we already mentioned like how this feels like Battlestar Galactica e, yeah. um, and you know, part of that is just in like how grounded it is, but also in the sort of like weirdness mm-hmm. of um, here's a person with a face that we know doing yeah. something that is not consistent with what we know that person to be doing, yes. right? Like that's what's so cool about the Cylons looking like people, yes. um, and like so, and that's so not a part of the original Battlestar Galactica right. that like. I know it's it's cool to see this as like a laboratory for like yeah. those kind of ideas mm-hmm. um, that are gonna be what that whole show is based Gosh, on. I love Battlestar Galactica. Me too. I'm. It makes this right now makes me yeah. wonder if like I need to rewatch Battlestar. Probably because it's been you know ten years, twelve years. Yeah, I've done a rewatch. I think of the first two seasons yeah. more recently than finale. Like I I just started it and was watching it, but I think whatever I was watching it on stopped streaming it or something. Yeah, yeah. That's like something happened and it went away. But I don't know right now where you can stream it. Is it on like Peacock or something? Maybe. That makes sense. It was Universal. Because I remember when I used to watch the DVDs, I'd hear the Universal theme like over and over and over. <laughs> do you have the DVDs? I do of season, or I did. I'm not seeing them. Yeah, on my I'm, shelf. I'm looking over on your I shelf. I rid of them. <gasps> Ryan. Yeah, well. I guess the show yeah, just aged yeah, well good, in my good, good point. I don't think I owned all the seasons of it. I think I watched, because eventually I started watching it on sci-fi. Like, yeah. I caught up to, yeah, to time. My roommates in Chicago had, had them on, on, on DVD. Yeah. Probably Andrew um, had them, and that's, that's where I watched the first three seasons to like get ready for the, yeah. the final one. Yeah. Weird ending of that show. Yeah, I wonder if how I'd feel about it now because I feel like I've experienced so much story since then. Yeah, like and and television is in the wake of it, so right, so many stories in the wake of it. If if it would feel more random or like more, I found the finale very satisfying of Battlestar Galactica. I did too. There was the I I could never get over the Starbuck the yeah. the the fact that and we're not I I don't want to spoil that show, um, <laughs> but like. Wh- there's there are too many twists with that character yeah. that don't that are just to, like wholly unresolved yeah um and like maybe that's just the show being like i don't know some some shit is just fucked up and weird yeah. and we don't get to understand it well and i think that the show ultimately does go for emotional res- resonance yes, yeah. over tightly driven plot which we could you know you Which kind I think of already episode, mentioned this. Yeah. yeah, the episode. I think this episode about. does that too. Like, because if you really think about it, like, Medicam's on fire. Uh, Michael's probably on the videotape. Um, like, there's a there's a lot of things plot wise happening that the show is like 
we're not stre- we're right. not stressed. We, we can't that. we can't deal with that. But we gotta we'll make time for a five minute scene of Kyle talking to Oh my god, Kyle and then trying to save her with his powers he doesn't know he has. And Jesse appearing in the doorway behind them, watching it, seeing it, and then, and then also taking the moment to back quietly back in, letting yeah. them have that or letting Kyle have that moment. Like that is so much the show's much more interested in that the emotional resonance of that right then yeah then like then like those gunmen like figuring yeah, out where they took michael or to, to right, Isabel exactly. and hunting or them like, down yeah yeah or even i guess i guess the two the two goons were both taken out at the scene right well that's the other thing are we going to worry about those bodies like i think there's yeah, things, yeah, yeah. if if the show wanted to worry about all those things it could but instead it focused on yeah i mean even the thing of having Liz feel the connection that Max is dead. And so Liz is, so we have the whole hour for Liz to deal with that. I mean, most of the hour and then she, then he comes to her in the other body, but like she, we get to deal with, we're in her grief, like immediately right. instead of waiting for one of them to call or, or Maria to show up with right. news yes, or, yes. you know, all that stuff. Like they're like, no, let's just dive into the feelings. And well, I, I like that about this episode. And like speaking of digging into the feelings that like there are no there's no wasted time here, right? Because mm-hmm. um, Clayton and what, what is Morgan Fairchild's character's name? I it doesn't matter. Know. I guess it's Morgan Fairchild. <laughs> Morgan Fairchild. <laughs> um, that immediately right he wakes up in this different body yes. and like they have a, a, a and it's a great a, like wonderfully acted yes. uh, bit um, by uh, Jason Bear where he's like working out. This yes. is my body. This is my face. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they're in that reality for like three minutes, and then she's like, you know, <laughs> you know, we could it's, fuck. It's, well, but honestly, think of it from her perspective. He's been in a wheel. She's been looking for a cure for his death for ten years. Yeah, they probably haven't fooled around in a really long time. I get that, but also like you have no idea what's happening here. <laughs> he suddenly looks like a. She was in the world of the show, an eighteen-year-old kid, and she's like, "All right, alien stuff. Alien stuff happens. <laughs> it happens." No, I get it. And, and he turns out to look super hunky. Yeah. Like, oh, all right. All right. We're, we're boning now. Uh, well, but not really because he stops in the middle to be like, I'm thinking about a girl. I'm thinking about a girl. She's maybe 18. <laughs> uh, I, I like this show. Yeah, I um, like the show too. I'm trying to think if there's anything else because we are at 22 minutes. Okay, I think that, well, we've got another Roswell yes, to watch. Yes, we've got another Roswell, so we can talk about some of the fallout from this episode. Yeah. But there, this also is a, some. if I'm in the right mood, and I didn't quite get there today, but I can cry at this episode, like, five times. Oh, yeah. There's so much. I mean, so absolutely. It's, I, I, I was feeling, it's, you know, I, li- I like the show, uh, yeah. but I don't think of it as an emotional heavy hitter, no. right? I think of it as, like, fun and smart, and, yeah. like, the characters are charming. And I always think shippy. And yeah, even yeah. the shippiness is not fun in this episode. No. It's just kind of sad. It's just, it's just really quite sad. <laughs> um, yeah, then that's it. That, uh, uh, there was almost a moment for me of like, how dare you show? <laughs> how dare you treat me like this? Well, and they have Michael like break down. Yeah. It's and just like, so- and he's, he's recounting this sad story. Sad story. Ugh. Of not being able to afford lunch in the cafeteria and then not accepting his food stamps. Yes, but then feeling this warm... I guess they are soulmates. Feeling this... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't believe that for a second. I can't even say it. Um, but he feels this warm on the... Like the sun on the back of his neck because this... Because Isabel's there. Yeah. And 
yeah, it's fair. It's just very. It's sweet. just very moving and very yeah. sweet. <sighs> do you want to see what happens next? I do want to see what happens next. I do think it's weird they didn't call uh, uh, Is- Isabel's parents. They were well. They're gonna say Max is dead and Isabel's dying. I mean, I don't. I, it's they're in crisis. Like, <laughs> I feel like they're waiting for it to shake out. And, I mean, thank God, thank God they didn't. Right, because did they tell? Has anyone else been told that Max is dead, other than these characters? That no, can... only people who we saw on okay. screen. Okay. But yeah, but yeah, thank God they didn't. Remember, Philip is after them. Yes. He's investigating them, and they know it. Right, right. Good so, point. I, I mean, you're right. It, if, if there could have been a, I mean, here's the thing. Isabel was in a coma till she was better. Yes. So, like, what's the point? <laughs> the point is people want to be updated when their children are in mortal danger. No, yeah, when they're out of mortal danger. Hey, by the way, they were in mortal danger. They're fine now. Wow. What, what if she just died? Then she died. I guess that would be worse than not knowing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's watch the next one. Okay. Why does Max think he can fix Jesse's car? He took auto shop. He took auto shop. What does Isabel do to Jesse in his nightmare? Oh, she kisses him and it turns into a cocoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who punches a hole in the wall? Michael. Michael. Where did the FBI pick up Jesse? Okay, so my question is related. It's, it's at the auto okay. shop uh, at uh, the mechanics that uh, Kyle works at. What was Jesse looking at when he was taken by the FBI agents? A little Buddha statue. A little. That is, look how I worded the answer. That's exactly <laughs> what it says. A little Buddha statue. Uh, what did Liz tell her dad about uh, leaving Vermont boarding school? Um, that her roommate... Uh, was on drugs and tried to convince her to have a threesome with their Latin professor. Yep. Yep. Um, let me ask you this. Yeah. At what point did this show become prestige TV? Yeah. <laughs> because, like, it feels like in the last two episodes, like, the game has been upped. Yes, and it also makes me... I mean, it's sad that my favorite show only lasts three seasons. Yeah. But the turn this makes at this, you know, these two episodes... Feel like, oh, I would want to watch a whole season of the show at this level. Yes, absolutely. It's well, like this serious adult drama. Yes. It's like they're, they, Jesse kills a man. Yes, Jesse kills a man. And then Isabel is like, <laughs> helps destroy the body. Yep. And then in much the same way, destroys the gun. Yep. And then it, we end the episode with Jesse watching a cooking show where dissociating dissociating but also like seeing the imagery of this pan yeah uh, and like you know like like normal shit is ruined for him yep. now like Everything is ruined like for him. when did this and show become in an apartment that has been destroyed so right he's sitting among rubble and she's quietly sweeping quietly up in the sweeping background in the back yeah and so and they they crush this car that the guy's yeah. been disposed of in and like th- that's that's just Breaking Bad, where yeah. they where they destroy the camper, <laughs> and again, this is years before that. So, like, at what point did this show become prestige it TV? Took a turn. It, it does. Took a turn. What? It's it's such a late in yeah. series. I've always and I've liked the show, but yeah. like, I feel like in the last two or three, it's just like way up. Well, they also kind of fearlessly make Michael an antagonist. Yes. Like they they don't soft 
they don't put soft edges around that. No, he's like a real fucking problem. He's a real threat to everyone. And yeah, to, and to, yeah, he's a real threat. And, and it. like it, you know, come the end of this episode, it's unclear if it's like. Oh yeah, he was taken over by like the spirit of the king, and that's why he. Yeah. Or if like he just had access to the power and was like, "This Corrupted is who I am." Yeah, yeah. So in the fandom, a lot of times it's referred to as like he becomes wrath, which is like the, oh yeah, his his, his uh, dupe, yeah. yeah, like his id. That's interesting. So, yeah, I forgot that the show doesn't exp- doesn't say whether yeah, it's what exactly happened. This power corrupts him or. King power is always that, like, because if like Max is, is tamping fighting that this down, down all, all the time, time. Yeah. yeah, the show doesn't really tell us if that's what it is or if it's more Michael's feeling more alien than normal, like, right? So it's all just like juiced, and you know, it, it, it could also be like part of what we were talking about in the previous episode mm-hmm. of like Clayton, like, who kills uh, um, Morgan Fairchild, like, yes, right? It's it, it may just be that, like, all, all that shit when it comes on you is just so overwhelming mm-hmm. that, like, you're not in control really yes. you're just like a, a a collection of impulses uh that you know a human being has to try to or i guess an alien in a lot of these cases yeah. has to try to steer well and this is a dynamic or a thing that's been going on since the pilot of yeah. michael chafing under max's leadership right right so it's also like in some ways the culmination of years and years of this yeah but he's yeah he's bad guy in this it's, episode. he's just like a just like a bad guy in this episode he's a bad guy. the fucking scene where he and maria are headed back to not isabel's apartment yes. because that's that was the order that max gave yes. and so michael's like fuck that yeah i'm not doing that he's so mean to her he's, he's so, so scary mean, but he's also saying things that that yeah are true somewhere are true yeah they're not just mean things like when he tells her like you talk you always talk you shut up Sure, but kind of true. <laughs> but like when he's like, "You, I stayed on this planet for you, and you showed your appreciation by dumping me." Like that's not true. That's, that's I mean that's true. true. That's yeah. not a that's not you know King Michael being an asshole. Like that's King Michael saying something that regular Michaels to, would never be vulnerable enough to say. Right. Well, and it's kind of what we were like applauding him for two episodes yeah, ago two epi- when yeah. she left, and he's like. I it's you we don't you don't get to have me as like yeah. your uh your confidant friend totally. if like yeah so so I will say that typically at this point in my rewatch there are a few fix that give us Michael Maria closure okay because spoiler alert we don't get to in canon we don't get we don't resolve that we don't not enough for my taste. Oh, boy. And obviously my taste is pretty, I would, right, I would right. they could do a whole episode taste of it. Is specific. Yeah. <laughs> if it, I would be happy with a whole episode of it. But like, we don't get resolution to this because not only, because two things are true. Yeah. He was out of control and a jerk. Yeah. But also he said some real things that she needed to hear. Yes. And acknowledge and deal, and like they needed to deal with. And I feel like the show acknowledges that he was a jerk, but doesn't necessarily acknowledge like he said some real shit to her. Right. And if the two of them are going to Yeah, move forward move from forward this. from this, if they're you know, if they're not just gonna be estranged forever, like they kinda have to deal with it. So I always there's like two fic that I always read that like <laughs> have the two of up. them like one of them is she comes in after Max after he says like it's a suck day and I go to bed. Yeah. And then Maria shows up and he's like, I can't really have this conversation right now. And she's like, Okay, but I just wanna be close to you. I thought you might die today. And he's like, Okay, cool. And so then they like sleep together and then they wake up in the morning and have a nice conversation. Not have sex, like 
Oh, like, so she doesn't turn it into a different kind of suck day? No, she doesn't make it <laughs> okay. a good suck day. Um, they just like sleep and then they wake up and they talk and then it's very sweet. But yeah, that doesn't happen in the show. I mean, right. I can I can pretend that it happens in my head, but it canon. I don't. Right. That's it's, that, that's that's not canon. That's not canon. It is. It is interesting. Well, and I don't want to talk about what won't happen on the show. Yeah, sure. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it is interesting that like. Uh, the the show right now seems to be interested in the Max and Michael yes. relationship there, yes. which is like the key dynamic. Mm-hmm. But like Maria's like number two. Yeah, Maria's yeah, absolutely. And and honestly, Isabel is another piece where what what Michael does to Isabel is pretty fucked up too. Yes. Um. So we could have had the next episode isn't the Michael apology tour. But, but like it could it and could, should be. It yes. could and should be. Right. Um, but it also is take and that's cause so like in terms of how I interpret it, what happened to Michael, it's that Michael one got the feeling of being the boss, mm-hmm. like got the validation of boss. And then he leaned into all of his darker impulses. Yes. Which tend to be his less human impulses. They're mm-hmm. his more alien self. I mean, there there is also there's like another part of this that is true though. Like yeah. Max did die. Max did die. And whatever is happening, whatever the Max is that's yeah. there right now, like no one understands it. No. They joke about is he a ghost? And like Liz taps him yeah. again with the golf club. Yeah. <laughs> the which may be weird. That is a little weird. <laughs> weird little callback. Um uh and to to prove that no, like yeah. he's he's You're there, here. he's there in meat space, but like there's still something like we're still right to be suspicious of whatever's happening there. Sure. And he acknowledges that when he was dead, he remembers it and it was not good. Right. And also he had lost his which powers. Is, yes. Which again, they did a whole season of Buffy of that. Right. There's only four episodes left. Three episodes now. So um, we're not going to find out that he was in heaven and he resents his friends for bringing them back. Even if we did find that out, we wouldn't get time to really deal with it. And the way this show is doing such right. a good do- right. job of dealing with things right now. Um, there was a moment in the previous episode when uh, Isabel says, where do we go from here? And yeah, <laughs> just got got just got Buffy in my head. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think. The Michael of it eclipses everything in my mind. But Yeah, well, let's go back to the beginning because the... the this episode presents itself, at least at the beginning, as a Jesse episode. Yes. Um, which is interesting. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I don't really, like, love that, the character. Like, he's sure. he's in the, he's kind of in the, like, Skylar White position. Yeah. Where you're like, you're the reasonable one mm-hmm. in a fucked up situation. And yep. everyone just has to lie to you forever. Yeah. Um, and that's just not the most fun character. Well, and he's not necessarily the most fun guy. Right. Yes. And he's ended, and there's the piece, and I, I think they treat this groundedly. He's an adult. Yes. He's not 18 or 19 years old. Right. So he also is kind of more boring inherently than all of these kids that he's hanging around with. And, so, what's, and what's interesting is he's an adult, but he's not the world weary adult. Because we no, like, we love, we love Jeff, we love yes, Phil, we love Totally. Uh, but Jim. he's like in this weird place where he's just kind of more boring. Just as a person is more now, is he more someone that I could hang out with? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Invite him over for D and D. He'd be very easy to. Do you think he would play D and D? Yes, I think he would be like really, and then he would do it, and then he would get like secretly very into it. Also, like he would come over and drink beers. And, yeah, like, he'd come it, over it would be beers. fun. Yeah. yeah. So Je- Jesse is going to a therapist. Yes, who was played by the mayor from season three of Buffy. <laughs> so immediately, I'm like, this guy seems evil. Yeah, well, and that was my thought too. And just like we spent 
and I get now why we spent like two yeah. full scenes with him. Maybe like three if you want to uh, break the his second appearance into like two yeah. separate scenes. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So in 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 the first in the first scene, uh, Jesse is pretending that uh, what he's going through is like a mob connection. Yes. Thing, which I thought one of us was going to write a, a trivia question about. Yep, Neither did of us it. did. Too obvious. Yep, that was bait. It was bait. That was trivia bait. That was trivia bait. <laughs> um, and uh, hilariously, Max and Michael are just like tailing him already. Yeah. They're like on the case. Yep. Um, and like, again, another like thing where I'm like, oh, yeah, this show has like gotten to a new it, like it, it, it reaches this high that like that moment where I was like, I can't believe these guys are like right back at yeah. it again. The show is like, I yes, that's what we're yeah, doing totally. is. Yes, and that the sh- because I think a different time the show would have had a scene of Liz and Max coming into town on the bus. Yes, and then we would have had a scene of Michael and Isabel seeing Max for the first time since right. he died, and then we would have had a scene like. But we just like we just skipped all of the yep the things we can assume we know how that went. Yeah, we just skipped it, and we're right in we're in it. And then it twists that yeah. like they're 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 back at it, but something about their dynamic is yeah. fucked up. Yes, and Michael has a weird glowing sign on his chest. He does have a weird glowing. We know that sign before the, from the yes. cold open. Um, which have we seen the thing on on Max too? We or? saw it when he went to New York, and they had to like check him. Okay, it wasn't like glowing all the time, but like they scanned him, and it and glowed. it was there. Okay, yeah. I didn't remember that. I yeah. didn't remember seeing it. Was it. A, I don't know that they. I don't think the lore of glowing your chest i don't know that i think i don't know that that existed when they wrote that episode of the second season sure like, i, see, I feel I see. like that was but it was a very compelling and and good way to show us yeah and is a great like we would just like what the fuck cue yeah to be like Wah. what's happening what's happening um but yeah so the therapist gets attacked by michael yeah, outrageous. So, call, so he calls nine one one. He's like, I need to speak to the police and probably the FBI. Yeah, it's, I mean that that's actually a super effective scene of like because we just stay. It's a single shot, yeah. right? Like on on this therapist as Michael like you know slams his head into the yep. desk and then like threatens him and then leaves and then he just like sits up, mm-hmm. reaches over to the phone, yeah, and calls nine one one. Um, and of course the FBI are interested because anything tangentially related to Max Evans right. is going to ping special agent Burns, special agent Burns. And I guess he does in the trunk of that car. He does. He burns to death. I mean, he's dead already. Oh yeah. I guess he's already right. Dead. He, he was burned. shot. Yeah. His corpse burns. <laughs> yes. Um, but that's, I guess we're getting ahead of that. Um, so, uh, Jesse goes to, uh, uh, so his car is fucked up. His car is fucked up, and I couldn't remember if someone, if Michael did that to his car. But I, but I don't think I was so. Like, I don't think so. I think I think the car just yeah, the car just happens to break down when he's driving to work in the middle of the night. Right, uh, and gets it towed to uh, uh, to Kyle's um, yes. shop. And Kyle's tries to be like, "We can talk, man." And Jesse's like, "I hear that a lot." And it's like, okay, well. One was your wife, so that's very fraught. Right. The other was your wife's brother, who's also an alien, so that's right. also like complicated. And the other is a human who discovered that aliens exist, just like you. So maybe this talk is to that guy. Talk to this one. Maybe and it's Kyle. It's Kyle. If you, if I had to go through a trauma, Kyle is the one of these people that I would want to talk to. Absolutely. But anyway, Jesse looks the gift horse in the mouth. In the mouth. Doesn't recognize the MVP of the series. (laughs) Right in front of him, offering his time and his energy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
yes, he might be in love with your wife, but that is but not that's related. Him he's, look, he's not. He's too chill to act on he's that. He's not going to do anything. He's not going to do anything. He'll, he'll cuddle with her on New Year's Eve, but that's it. Right, but then that's only because you were out of town. Yeah, he, his flight was delayed. <laughs> Couldn't come back, yeah. Um, and that's when he gets jumped by the FBI. <laughs> yes, the FBI jump him and throw him in a van. Right, and it's not a black van. It's like it's a, a gray, gray van, van. Which I wonder if it was scripted black and then they just... It must have been, and they, they were found. like, this is what we've got. It's gray. But it works. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, it is a group of FBI agents, though. Yes. Which, the only one that we... Oh, yeah. So, so as much as they've tied up a loose end, they haven't totally tied up all the loose ends. <laughs> Unless we don't see the other three bodies. Yeah, I guess that's true. They could have killed <laughs> the, the other three, They just too. killed off screen. I mean, these characters are getting intense. They're getting... Yeah, that's true. They're getting hard. Yeah, it's tough, tough times. Tough, tough times. Um. So uh, Jesse taken to, what, what, where, where, where do you think this is? Uh, it's the Roswell it's, Warehouse District. It's just a big warehouse with yeah. a, a single table mm-hmm. under a, a one hanging big lamp. Hanging light. Yep. Um, yeah, classic uh, UFO sort of um, setup. Yes. Um, and this is where Jesse's like, I'm in. I'm gonna help yeah. you, the FBI, mm-hmm. figure out what's going on with these yes. aliens. Because, but uh, like, it takes him a second though, because he's like, he is holding back. Right. Well, he's acting like a lawyer. He's like, yes, that's right. Yeah. He's like, you, you know, you can't ha- anything you found in my briefcase. You can't prosecute me with. Right. Like, he's acting like a lawyer at first. And then he's a scared little man. Right. Because he's in a scary situation. Oh, my God. It was totally scary. Um, and it- Burns shows him a stack of pictures of people that he that Burns says Max Evans killed. Right, and it's all people who are definitely have been part of their story. Yes, and who have died. Yes, <laughs> um, but not I'm, Max didn't kill. I don't think Max has I think, Max killed. Um, didn't he kill? How did Pierce? Oh no, Michael killed Pierce. Max. Who are the? He kind of gets out of killing. He does. People, he gets out other of killing. people killing yeah. for it. So it's like. There was that one old man FBI agent. Right. Or not FBI, but the one old man who tried to kill. And then Sheriff Valenti killed him. Right. And then there was uh, Pierce, but Michael killed Pierce for him. I guess Max. I mean, Michael's kind of the killer. Michael is. That's, well, and that's true. That's like his role. That's kind of in his the, yeah. role in the. Um, so Michael's a killer. Jim yeah. Valenti's a killer. And now Jesse's a killer. And now Jesse's a killer. Um. But we get to see picture. We get to see a picture of Pierce. We get to see a picture of Congressman Congresswoman Whitaker. Um, we also see a bunch of pictures with handprints, which means a lot to us as the audience. But, but I why don't does know it that mean means that much? Anything yeah. to, unless they explained handprints. But that's a pretty like unless you see a handprint. Like I don't know that that would be in one hundred and one of aliens. Well, and also like don't doesn't the handprint denote that that's like a body that or a person that was brought back? Nisado when saved? he kills oh, is handprint. So that's right. why that's why the Liz handprint, the handprint on Liz that everybody found out about, right, became signal to everyone that Max was a murderer because that's right. Nisado that's right. leaves the handprint on dead bodies. Nisado gets a name check in this episode. Nisado gets a name check in this episode. He was right according to Michael. Jesus, <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> that that's a Thanos was right moment that almost. Is totally. <laughs> Um, and I'm kind of glad only Maria witnessed it because Maria, I think, can forgive him for saying such things. Oh my god! I mean, 
He says so much to her in that he car. Says, here's the thing. In one breath, he says, all these horrible things happened. Like, Alex died. Yeah. Uh, Tess left us. But then he also says we should have killed all the humans immediately. And it's like, okay. If you're sad that Alex is dead, that's a problem. Right. You can't also say we yeah, should kill all the humans. So you're a little bit... I mean, he was worked up. Right. He's, he's worked up. He's driving so fast. He's driving so fast. Oh, my God. <laughs> In... And I don't know if you can... can I know it because, again, I read these fics about it, and I'm, like, obsessed. But he's in the Jetta. Because oh, he does not own a car. Yeah. He's in. He's, he's doing this to Maria's mom's car. Oh, my God. <laughs> Amy. <laughs> Amy would not approve. She knew. Michael took that tone with her daughter. No. Mm-mm. She would be so pissed. Mm-mm. Do we get more Amy DeLuca? Do, do you remember? I don't think we do. I'm sorry. That's okay. I wish we did. I was in because we have a scene between Jeff and Philip in this episode that makes me wish. And again, if we had a fourth season or like, but I really think a a show, a a storyline that is about Jim Valenti, Amy DeLuca, Philip Evans, Diane Evans a little bit. And Jeff Parker could be so interesting. It could be so good. I mean, because like the little bit of insight where um, Jeff says to Phil, like, don't waste time not trusting your son. Yeah. It's like... That's good advice. That's good adv- I mean, it's, you know, we, obviously Max is lying to him about a lot yeah. of stuff. But, like, I don't know. Like, kids do that. And, like, yeah, don't waste time not trusting your son. Yep. It's very, it's very sweet. It is very sweet. And it's such a cute, like, moment between the two of them, too, where, like, you know... uh like Phil is like doing some like invest investigative work. Yeah, so like he's yeah. not totally on the up and up no. there. Um but like But I think he trusts Jeff. I don't think he's investigating Jeff necessarily. No, you're right. You're right. Um uh and, and like the the way that, you know, Jeff is like, "Well, that's that's really family." Stuff, yeah, you know, and I like that. like then he's like sort of respects that. Mm-hmm. Um and like the answer that Jeff gives is, you know, not the complete lie that um Yeah. Uh, that Liz had, had had told him, um, but like it's enough to communicate to another father. Yep. Uh, you know what 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 he needs to hear in that. Totally. No, I would do. I would take. I wish, and I feel like they hinted at the beginning of the season, and then we get moments like this. I wish every episode had a parent scene. Yeah. Some combination of parents. We love the world weary adults. We love that, and the and I think part of it is those performances are really good. Like those actors are very good at giving these grounded, real yeah. moments. What do you think the experience is like of being the like 50 year old actor on a show that is mostly kids? I think it could be really fun. Yeah. Cause you're not in the, cause I'm sure there's drama amongst the kids. There has, there has but to be you drama. Would be but on the, you would, for me, I love goss. Yeah. Yeah. So I would love to be. So you would just soak up the goss. Just, yeah. I just get to soak up the goss, but oh, I wouldn't they would be all confide in, in you it. too. Yeah. And I wouldn't be in any of it. Right. Nobody's trying to have sex with me. Nobody's breaking up with me. No one's hurting my, I don't have a crush on any of them. Yeah. That's but right. Like none of it would affect me emotionally. You just float above. I just float above. I just get to go to the makeup trailer and hear the guy. Go- I would love it. I think I would like it. Yeah. Oh man. And they, they also don't like make you go out with them. No, you never. But if you do, you're like, a, they would treat you like a prince. They'd yeah. So I mean, to have you got to buy them all drinks but yeah like... but like and you can't stay late you have no to really of course you, you gotta appearance. head home right but that appearance you get celebrated yeah for... oh my god patrick's here <laughs> what um yeah so i guess that's the dream i think it's kind of, i mean i think probably the dream is to do good work with your peers <laughs> and like 
Because, yeah. But I, I don't know. I mean. It's there. I'd like, I, I was, I was trying to think of like what the other examples of that are, but like just thinking of uh, William Sadler. Yeah. Uh, Jim Valenti here. Like he's the only one of the main cast. Yeah. That's not. Right. It's not like the OC where you get a whole, Peter Gallagher got whole storylines. Right. Right. Like, right. He's part of the show. He's not necessarily the draw or like the center storyline, but he, every episode he and his wife are having. Sh- right. They've got shenanigans. something. Right. Some adult something. Some, yeah. But no, for this, like for most of the series, Jim Valenti's kind of on his own. Yeah. Or with the kids. Or with the kids. I guess, though, he's not in this episode. They don't loop him in. Oh, yeah. They loop in Kyle, but they don't loop, which is fine. But they should loop him in. Like he's. He's helpful. He's law enforcement or former law Here's enforcement. The thing, like, though, he would have so much less patience true. with Michael. Well, and also, like, if he found out that Jesse shot an FBI agent. <laughs> yeah, it's better. He's All right, know. there we go. He should not be. He should not know. He should not be part of this. Um, and he's recovering. He hurt his little arm. He did hurt his little arm. It was um, on fire. But yeah, so this is a good episode. Yes, I think it you're is. right. It's the show kicks into another gear at this point of the season. Um, I. Yeah, and I there's not I will say there's no more duds. Yeah. Not that we have a ton of duds in the show, but there's no more like No more like oh hey, what was that? Yeah, exactly. Or like weird How about this? They don't really we don't really have to spend much time in high school anymore. Yeah, what a great point. <laughs> it's, it's silly to me to think that any of them may have to go to class tomorrow. <laughs> I guess we we did see Liz and Max in chemistry class as recently as We did. Was that just the previous episode? Two no, episodes two episodes ago. ago. Two episodes but yeah, back. seriously. It was not long ago that they were in chemistry class. Oh, and I guess we uh, that uh, Liz was at boarding school as recently as the, the yes, previous episode. she wasn't taking classes. It's true. Might as well have just moved to Vermont. <laughs> Lived with a weird lady. With Ashley Johnson. With Ashley Johnson, who played Chrissy on Growing Pains. That's how I know her. Um, okay, cool. So... We've just watched two great episodes of two television. Two great episodes of television. <laughs> that we feel really good about. Yeah, we're like, so, this show is like in a new, a new stratosphere, new level. Let's watch Roswell, New Mexico. Bonnie's it, not going to get this turducken. No, she's not getting this turducken. She will eventually. She's not going to die so? on the other side. I don't think so. I mean, I guess just knowing that the show probably didn't know that they were like headed into yeah. uh, like a firm ending. Although, like, Bonnie, like, yeah, you kill Bonnie at the end of the season, right? You kill Bonnie, you kill Clyde, you kill Tesca at the end of the season. Yeah, maybe Bonnie dies while killing Clyde or something. Yeah, that would be good. Taking him out. Um, Yeah, I said this to you as soon as the episode ends, but this show is so bingeable. I want to know what's going to happen next. Yes. Like, I wasn't that engaged the whole episode, but the last two minutes I'm like, wait, but I'm not going to get to find out. How they find Alex. If they find Alex, what happens? If they find uh, fruit to power the thing again. It's stressful. I mean, I think the best part of any of these episodes is the last two minutes. Pretty usually, yeah. Um, and because that's like they're all written to those two minutes. Yes. Right. Like that's the goal is to leave you on a what? Yeah. Um, and this one does a, a pretty good what. And yeah. honestly, like as Michael is striding through the portal, like yeah. into the pocket dimension, which everyone just suddenly very comfortable talking about pocket dimensions. Yeah, pocket dimension. like, and then pocket we dimension invent this, pocket a Stargate too. Yeah, they also invented a Stargate, but it's like we all know about Stargates. 
I mean, maybe these characters don't. I could see Maria have never seen Stargate or heard of it. Yeah, I, I believe I believe that for Maria. Who? Okay, let's let's go through the whole cast. Okay, who has seen Stargate? Who follows and, and who has seen like Stargate Atlantis and like SG One and like the TV shows? So, Kyle, he's seen Stargate. He's seen the movie because he likes Kurt Russell. Yes. That's and he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's right to like Kurt Russell. Sorry, I didn't mean that in a dismissive <laughs> way. I just meant like I don't think he ever watched the shows or right, read fanfic right, or right. anything. But I think he. Well, because I think there's a pretty big gulf between like has seen Stargate and has seen the Stargate shows. Yes. And I think I only say that because I'm in that camp. I am also in that camp, but also just from being a part of fandoms, it has a very big fandom. So I'm like right. aware of the fandom. Right. I just, I'm not in it. I couldn't tell you the name of the main couple, but there's a big couple. There's like, a big couple in, I think in Atlantis Richard, or SG-1? I think it's SG-1 and I think it's Richard Dean Stanton, uh-huh. who is MacGyver. Right. And a girl. <laughs> Maybe with short hair. Yeah, that sounds right. I, I ship it. It sounds great. <laughs> But I don't remember their names, but I just know just like from a, being a person who reads fanfic and pays attention to fandom, right. I feel like I'm aware that that, fanfic, that fandom is big. I just was never in it because I never watched the show. Okay. Maria, we think, hasn't seen either. I don't think she knows. She may be the term Stargate. She, know, she might know it's a movie or a show. Like, right, right. Like if you said that to her, she wouldn't be like, uh, Star what now? Yeah, yeah. She, she would recognize it. But yeah, but that, I don't think she's it. seen any of it. Liz. Well, here's the thing. I think we have to work backwards from Liz to Rosa. Right. If Rosa R- has, Liz has. Right. Well, and or at least like, so I think Rosa's probably seen both series. Yes, I think that's fair. Like she was alive during yes. that time and like a teenager. Yep. Yeah. So she she definitely has. So like Liz absorbed some of that. Right. But she never, oh, you know what though? It happened. What's that? After Rosa died, she watched all of her. Oh, that was like her comfort thing. Yes. So now now she's seen it all. Right. And she's too emotionally connected to it. She's too emotional. Yeah. She can't, she hasn't watched it in a long time because it makes her cry even when it's not sad. Right. Right. Michael. Oh, I think, I think Michael, this is total headcanon. Yeah. But given the pop culture references these people drop, I will say it's possible. Headcanon. Michael. Writes fic. Well, maybe. But Michael, Isabel, and Max have an alien movie watching club from when they were little kids. Absolutely. Have been watching alien movies together. And I feel like Michael is the driving force behind it. Yeah. Yeah. But they they watch them together since they were kids. They're into that. That, That's like any movie about aliens, alien related. If it's a horror movie and it turns out to be aliens. Right, they're into they're it. They're into it. They've right. seen they've seen it all. Uh, I'm specifically thinking of the faculty. They've seen the faculty. <laughs> and it turns out to be aliens. They liked Nope. They loved Nope. They loved Nope. Even though it's not a very positive view on aliens. No. Or one particular alien. <laughs> You're right. The rest of that species could be great. Right. It's spoilers for Nope, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, that's not a spoiler. I mean, it it's sort a little of bit. is because we won't say anything more about right, it. We won't, we won't say more. Um, yeah, but I think they liked Nope. Um, uh, okay, who else we got here? Uh, Alex. Alex has definitely seen. Alex yeah. maybe hasn't seen the movie. But he's watched that he's show. He's watched both the shows, yeah. yeah. And then. Uh, Bonnie and Clyde, no. 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 Tezka, no. Jones, no. Um, any more earthbound people. Who were alive at this time. Uh, Mr. Mains. 
sergeant major whatever oh the the uh, the elder mains yeah the elder mains the the patriarch of the mains uh no definitely not not watch any of it he doesn't watch he he's like the opposite of michael max and isabel yeah anything has aliens he's like like, i won't watch it i won't watch it they're evil i won't watch that et shit (laughs) (laughs) it's satanic Um, uh gregory mains he watched with alex yeah yeah sometimes like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm um forest Ooh. Forrest maybe like wrote a comic tie-in, so we had to watch a couple episodes. He had to watch a couple episodes, and then Alex was into it, so he watched a couple episodes with Alex. To yeah, be that's nice, right. But that's like, right. it became clear Forrest really only watched it to write the comic tie-in. That's right. And Alex was was like passionate about it. So and Alex were, was like, "Would you stop taking notes while yeah. we're watching this?" <laughs> so they were like, "Really, let's not watch this." Together right. So they had to, it was they had too to go special. Separate. And honestly, uh, Forrest didn't go back to watching the show. He just was on the wiki. Yeah. Fair. And, like, found out what he needed yeah, to from he there. figured it out. Right. Um, but I do anticipate that the term Stargate will get thrown around <laughs> before the season ends. It's gotta. We had another Harry Potter reference in this episode. We did. Professor McGonagall. I don't think an episode of this show goes by without a Harry Potter reference. I, let's watch for the rest of the season and, and track it. Well, I, I don't think we've been mentioning it, mentioning it in the last couple episodes, though you and I, like, clock it every time yeah, it happens. Yeah, when it happens, we mention it to each other live in the room. Um, we we are live in the room. Um, we also had a Star Wars reference here. I used the Force. Yes, we did have a Star Wars. And reference. I feel like they don't. They're not. They don't usually. They don't go Star. They Wars don't go as Star often Wars as, often. Yeah, yeah, as often as they do Harry Potter, and they'll do fairly deep cuts of Harry Potter. Right. Whereas, right. like, use the Force is like one hundred and one. Yeah, that's true. There's Where no it, one on Earth that doesn't know use the Force. Yes. I'm saying it. <laughs> no one on no Earth. one. Oh, no non-baby. You don't think there are people <laughs> no, in... I don't. Here's the thing. If you said no one in America, I think I could buy into it. Right, but there, there are... Uh... There are people in, like, remote villages in China yeah, well, and what, that what might is not it called... know about the force. What is... <laughs> what is it called when a village, like, has never been uh, contacted by... Oh, I don't by... know what it's called. But yes, but yes. Yeah, like, uncontacted by, like, the yeah, outside world. Yeah, they don't know about they the They don't force. know about the force. Okay. You're willing to concede that? I'm willing that? to concede that. That somewhere deep in the jungle, someone doesn't know about the force. <laughs> but a lot of people know about a it. A lot, a lot of people know about Every the force. Every single person watching Roswell, New Mexico has heard of it. Yeah, yes. I think Whereas safe, I think some presume. people maybe don't know who Professor McGonagall is. Yeah, I would. Uh, or like yeah. don't, don't know what a Horcrux is. Yes. Horcrux for sure. Yeah. Because that's like, you got to get pretty deep into like yeah, they, five or six or something. Here's the thing. If. J.K. Rowling knew about Horcruxes. They might have been mentioned in the first five books. She didn't know, which I don't really. I'm, I'm giving her. Here's the thing. She's a bad person, right? But so that's, I'm giving her that's shit not evidence about, of her being yes, bad. And though. it's also yeah. not even evidence that she's a bad writer. If you're no. writing a book series and you start with a book, one, you should make discoveries as you go. Yeah, you yeah. should absolutely. You don't need to know how you're going to finish the seventh book when you start the first one. But again, just to um, reiterate, we are not defending J.K. Rowling. No, here. I'm not defending her, but this is not a this is not one of the places where I think she is a bad person deserving yeah. of scorn. Right. There's right, many right. places where she is. Many places. <laughs> which is weird the show, which the show is so progressive. So progressive in so many ways and like intent on being progressive and inclusive for progressive people. But makes but, these references to this turf all the time. Well, and that's the thing is that the show is not not turfy though, because like, wow, whoa. Well, just just a second. I well, and I'm only saying by by omission of uh, trans inclusivity because there aren't any trans characters that that's we know. That's true. Of. That, um, wait, but yeah, yes, there are. 
Wait, who? Uh, Charlie. Uh, 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 I think uh, Charlie's sister. Charlie's sister. Wait, is her name not Charlie? What's her name? I don't, who are you talking the about? The actress <laughs> might be named Charlie. Hold on. Um, uh, former partner of Max. Okay, former partner. Yes. Oh, yes, you're right. I forgot. Yeah, yes. Okay. Has yes. a trans sister. Yes, that's right. Um, a character so, we've spent so much time with okay, and is such what? an integral part. <laughs> I'm saying the show, the show has. That character's name might be Charlie. For some, somebody's name is Charlie. Her name is. Uh, Charlene? Uh, Am I just. Why do I want her name? Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, uh, oh my God, this is horrible. Yeah, it's bad. It's not good. Cameron is Cameron, the sister's name. Yes. <laughs> look it up um but like the show has such good representation of uh like women and you know like michael and alex yeah. um but it's just you know that that seems to be a a part that they are not uh embracing charlotte charlie cameron you got it her name was charlie i thought so <laughs> you were not backing me up so hard that i was like did i rename this character in my mind i mean i mostly forgot that character okay so she's right. been gone a long time she's been gone a long time she was only in one season but it's not that the show has never featured a trans character yes yes it, and right. also uh, part of what was or part of what is true about that character is her transness was not not part of any of it. Yeah. It was like referenced in like maybe some dialogue, yeah, but it wasn't passing, like about yeah. she wasn't she wasn't a trans character with a capital T playing about right, right. she wasn't playing it about the trans experience. She was a trans character experiencing the world of the show. So Which, may, maybe any, maybe calling the show turkey is, is a is a little much. I don't think it's fair. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's unfair. Given But it is referencing Harry Potter and, every episode. And never does anyone side eye it in the way, and maybe this is also just like my woke circle, mm -hmm. is I think Harry Potter references happen in yes, my woke circle. Yes. Not all the time, not as often as on Roswell, New Mexico, but like it happens. <laughs> not in but every episode of your life. Almost every time somebody is also gonna be like fuck that turf. Right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> right, we'll make the joke and then be like, that fucking piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we make sure that we acknowledge <laughs> that's right, that's that right. she's a piece of shit, even though we may still make the reference. Whereas this show makes the reference and then does not acknowledge. So if that is... Not even once acknowledges yes, it. Is not, I don't know that I would call it turf adjacent, <laughs> but it is in the turf neighborhood right. not acknowledging right. that Harry Potter It's is turf compliant, if nothing else. <laughs> oh, spicy! That was spicy. Um, but I like. Here's the thing. I like this show. I think that I will rewatch it when it's done in yeah. binge form. I think that it's a flaw of this show. Welcome back to Roswell. That, that we have we, to wait. That we do yeah. this episode by episode because there. Which is, again is how it's distributed originally. It is how it's distributed, <laughs> and it's how television's been distributed for uh, seventy years. <laughs> Not quite 100 yet. But also, uh, there are shows that aren't distributed that way. Yes, and I think this show would benefit from being distributed the way it is once, once it goes on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. anyway, all that to say, I had a pretty good time watching this episode. I also had a pretty good time watching this episode. Um, I, the, just the, I will say that there were two things that I was like, this fucking show, right? Uh, one being uh, Tezka and uh, Isabel training where it's like, okay, they just had to use this set, you know, like they, yeah. uh, and like it, 
the fighting was cool, and yeah. I love seeing the swords and uh, Tezka's like spear thing is, yes. is really cool. Um, but like, it was a meaningless fight scene. And I think that it's goes back to some of the things that the show doesn't do well in terms of stakes. Yes, because it set it up as we need to defeat your fears. There's no risk here, but you got to fight Jones. Right. Versus, let's go into your mindscape. What's attacking you? Because in your mind, like, and we learned that last week. In you your can mind be hurt speed, in your you mindscape. You can be hurt yeah. and you can feel scared and you can be like, it has stakes to you in your mindscape. Right. But instead. But Isabel frame, sets it up so clearly as like, this as, is just to expose you to your fears. The U.S. military does this. Yes. This <laughs> is exposure so, so therapy. fucking dumb. <laughs> but even exposure therapy, I think a, an exposure therapy scene, we still have to believe, we have to be in the headspace of the person who believes they're at risk. It's right. like a panic attack scene. If you watch a scene of someone having a panic attack, yes. it's not that anxiety inducing. Right. But if but you if are the in show the POV induces, yes. of a person having a panic attack, you think you're going to die. Well, it's the, and you know, this is holding to an impossible, impossibly yeah. high standard, but it should be the scene from The Empire Strikes Back where Luke goes into the cave, yes. right? So like Tezka just senses that there's something down there and Isabel's like, you have to go in there. Yeah. Uh, you have to face what's in there. And she's yeah. like, what am I going to find? And yeah. only what you take with you. Yeah. You know, like, like that's cool shit. That is cool shit. And then that's where Luke comes face to fucking face with Darth Vader, slices his head off and discovers his own his own face. Yes. And and maybe that's part of it too, is that the show sometimes airs more on the stakes in a, Har a given Harry Potter book. Yes. Than the stakes in a star Wars movie, the stakes in a Harry Potter book is often there's they're They're, they're practicing. They're, they're practicing. Students. Yes. Yes. It's not really, no one's really going to die yeah. until, yeah. uh, until, until they Cedric do. Dies. <laughs> and then everything changes. And, but even then like that fucking turf, <laughs> Wait, Robert Pattinson's a turf too? No, 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 no. I'm just okay. saying we're acknowledging okay, Harry okay. Potter. I, I wanted like, to also. No, I don't want to know that about. I was like, <laughs> no, no, no. Pattinson's great. Honestly, I do want to know that because he's not that important to me that it would break my heart, but it would make me. Anytime it would I make find me out less excited for the Batman too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going. I'm still going, but I'd be less excited about it. <laughs> the first one was so good. The first one was really good, but if Robert Pattinson is, <laughs> I don't know, man. I could bail. I, yeah, that's true. I, I could always bail. I, I could bail. Um, okay. <laughs> but I think that's what it is. Is like, and, and the Harry Potter stakes work, especially in the early books, because they're for children. Right. And I guess, and that's something that we are noticing about and, original Roswell is they yeah. leveled up to adult yes. entertainment. Yes. Even though it's not, you know, necessarily. Which is like, not like adult entertainment. Yeah, it's not sexy. <laughs> Grown-up entertainment. Yeah, it's not rated R, but yeah. it's aimed at grown-ups. Yes. Whereas I don't know that Roswell, New Mexico, it, in some of their storylines, aims at grown-ups. But maybe they're not trying to. So, it's, it's hard to say who the show is aimed at. I want to make I mean, a 59-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's hard not to make the 58-year-old joke. It is. It's really hard. Um, but, like, the other thing... The, 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 about the Harry Potter stakes is that um, they are training, they are learning, but the kids, like their grades are important to them, yes. right? So like that is just the stakes of a school book, yeah. which is what they are for. Yeah, there's know, totally many school of them. books. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I stand behind my Harry Potter versus Star Wars thing, but I do think. No, but I, I think I think there's a kernel of, of truth yeah. there for sure. The, and, uh, and like is, is recognizable in the stakes of like, you know, this is a rebellion against uh, an evil galactic empire, and yeah. this is like your teachers kind of mean. 
Well, especially in the early books, right? Because, yeah. yes, there is an existential threat, but that's a hint. You're getting a hint of it. Right. It's, it's not all-out warfare right. where <laughs> you've, your, your numbers have been dwindled down to yeah. nothing. Oh, God. Yeah. But she's a turf. Fuck her. Fuck her. Um, um, not George Lucas, though. He's great. Um, as far as I know, I think he is. I think he is great. Like, I think he just and is, like... And he's even a rich person and still not and evil. And still great. Yeah. I think it's, the only thing... I think the only time he slipped up ever is when he said that selling Star Wars to Disney was, like... Uh, what did he say? Like, a white slavers? Oh, there yeah. Was, there, was, there was something there that was, like... I don't know, George. Yeah, that's, know that's, that's not yours. That's not yeah. yours to use. And... <laughs> As a filmmaker, he got a little into CGI before CGI was ready to fulfill his visions. But CGI got to that place because he was sloppy with it. There so you go. like So he he gets credit anyway. He's a pioneer, man. No, you know? all right, fine. Go he doesn't know how to write dialogue. He doesn't know how to direct people. Uh he's bad at plotting. <laughs> he's pretty good at casting. He's pretty good at casting. And, you know, like he did make a one, two, and three. Say what you want about uh, 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 Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, yes. and um, the episodes one, two, episodes three. one, two, three. Say what you will about those movies. Um, like they're singularly his vision in a way that like no other Star Wars thing is the vision of like one person. And here's the thing: if you're skeptical about them, just watch the mo- the show Obi Wan. It will retroactively make you think those movies were perfect. <laughs> and uh, horny in all the right ways. And horny in all the right ways. <laughs> all no the right missteps. ways. No missteps. Just watch Obi-Wan and it will whitewash your memories. <laughs> really just watch the first like three minutes of Obi-Wan Kenobi, the recap of those uh, of Oh, those exactly. Movies. That will That's tell it. you the story. That's all you need. And then, yeah. So good. Um, the Hold on. Wait. There yeah. was the other thing that I was like, this is bad on this show. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then we could talk about the parts that were good. Yes. Because there was some good stuff in this episode. There was a lot of good stuff. Like I would say all of the, all of the Liz stuff. Yeah. There were some like kind of harsh turns in sure. there, but I, we chalk a lot of that up yeah. to the alien mist. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, uh, we love it when she picks on Max. Yeah, when she came for Max, we were into it, and both of us were like, maybe Bad Liz is good Liz? Maybe Bad Liz is good. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Bad Liz should never go away. We should stay with her forever. Yeah. Um, but... When she applies Bad Liz to, to Rosa, Rosa. Yeah, we're like, no. fuck you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's like criticizing her art for no damn reason. It was aw- that was awful. It was terrible. It was awful. I don't think we're supposed to like her in that moment. No, I don't think we are either. Um, I noticed that uh, Amber Mythunder was in the like the regular the listing of the, the listing of the regular maybe cast members. Maybe she's in it from now on. I mean, maybe that yeah. would be awesome. I, it's I mean, we only I have a couple had, episodes yeah, left. Yeah, maybe but. she was shooting prey or something, and now yeah. she's available. Um, but no, I love her. I love what she brings to the table. I, I do think the turn of Max deciding to get his powers back is yeah. a little unclear. But I feel like they've done what they're going to do with Max not having powers. So if he off screen gets his powers back, fine. Oh, man, the off screen of this show. I don't know, but I don't want boring scenes. No, I don't want boring scenes either. But like, just do those scenes in a way that's compelling. No, just skip them. Because <laughs> that's what they did on Roswell, OG Roswell, and we liked it. They yeah. skipped like... Max yeah, they, comes back yep. to town. They skipped Liz lies to her dad. They skipped they skipped a bunch of stuff, and it was right. nice. We liked it. But then when that information was doled out, it was doled out in a way that was fun and like yeah. interesting and meaningful to the people who were explaining it, right? And not like Kyle and the three aliens hanging out at Max's house, like talking about the state of things. Yeah, 
Though I did really like the Kyle Isabel oh my God. scene. It worked for me so well. Like I'm I'm no, now I agree. ship it. I'm in. They're like her being awkward, her being so sweet and awkward, and then being like, Can we hug? And like, of course we can hug. And then the and hug, so sensual. So sensual. And it's like they're that, not friends. That is not a friend hug. That is not a friend hug at all. That, and of course, it's interrupted by her brothers. Perfect. <laughs> I loved everything about it. I wish I could remember what the other, there was like one other thing that I was like, this is the show giving into its basest, worst impulses. Was now it I can't in remember the it. pocket dimension? Because I will say. The pocket the, dimension stuff was pretty stupid. was not blown away. I think for two reasons. One reason is it feels like we're keeping Alex off the board just to give Michael something to go look for. And to get a pop when he returns. And to get a pop when he returns. And I'm kind of. I'm not feeling that. Like, I get that that's what's ha- happening, but I'm just like, I wish, I feel like we had the momentum of Alex reaching out and all of the, him sending messages. Right. I wish we were still getting messages from him and like Michael's shocked that he's not with uh, Dallas and Bonnie. And then yeah. like, well, where is he? Cause he's somewhere sending these messages. You know, I don't know. Yeah. No, I feel like I want more. Alex doing active things. Well, and you know, yes, I, a, I want Alex doing more active things. And also like, you know, this is the problem that the show has in general, but like, we know Michael wants to get back to Alex because he keeps saying that, Yeah. but there's no part of his life that is lessened by the absence of Alex. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Or, that, they're, or they're not showing us that. They're not showing us because that. We exactly. We don't see that much of Michael outside of these scenes where he's de- function, especially lately where he's part of other people's plots. Yeah. So, yeah, showing him even just, like, eating alone in the house. Right. And just, like, being lo- – or, like, sleeping on, like, his side of the bed. Right. And, like, the other side is, like, perfectly made or, or whatever. And, again, we don't have Alex probably to shoot. But, like, having dreams where Alex is there and waking up to realize Alex is gone and having to deal with that loss in that moment. Right, right. Something. I just, yeah, that's right. I just want just, – just like the I need to see what Max's life without powers is like. Yeah. I need to know how that has changed his life, how that affects him, how he feels about yeah, it. Yeah, it's like we're – that's what we're missing is an emotionally grounded episode. We should have had an episode – I know, we rewrite the show. Well, yeah, but – But we could add an episode <laughs> where one plot is Max dealing with life without powers and how it's different, what he likes, what he doesn't like. An episode of Ma- Michael being deeply lonely, longing for his soulmate. and Liz trying to do science but being thwarted by her relationship with max yeah right because those are all things that we are told but not things that we actually see yeah like there there were a bunch of times in this episode where i was not clear to me how max is preventing liz from doing anything like she's other just, than now he's saying don't take the mist but literally that's it he's just saying it And that and that's a pretty late development is taking the in, taking the mist. Yes, but we know that she was working a dead end job, right? Or, or for, it's not a dead end job. Being a teacher is a great job. It is, but it was not yes. the right job for her to that's pursue right. her passion. It was a field in which she has no, she had very little passion. Right. She's throwing hatch day parties. She's playing hostess at his house. Right. She's not necessarily living up to the Liz that we know she is. Now, Man, the hatch day party is such a good clue towards well, the alien. she the called alien. it out last yes, week. Yes, yes. Like, she, she remembers it. Yeah. So, like, I feel like the show hit that note, but then we haven't had that melody playing all the way through. Right. It's like, now, right. and now, you're right, now it's just about the mist, but it's like, no, it's been about it's her been about whole all life of in that. Roswell. Yes. Well, and like, 
I actually, I maybe there was, but I, I I don't remember there being a beat in the Hatch Day thing where she was like running around doing stuff and like busy or like resented doing it or anything like that. Well, it just wasn't. It was. It just wasn't her thing. It wasn't it was, her yeah. thing. Yeah. And it was to. It was for him. It was right playing. And the there are role. two other friends who are also aliens. Yeah, but she's hosting the party on his behalf. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's throwing a birthday party for him. Right. She, he's not. Uh, which I think you can throw a birthday party for your boyfriend and still have a promising career. I think you can do both. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's possible to do both. I think both. it's possible, yeah. What do you gotta print a banner and then like yeah, make some put Michael cupcakes. on the grill or something? Yeah. Um make some salsa. I can't remember what she's she does, she is carrying a tray of something. She is, some yeah. Um But yeah, there there was uh so uh Dallas and Bonnie in the pocket dimension. Yeah. Um is a st- strange bit of storytelling because it is all mechanical mm-hmm. like um the the emotional stakes for dallas if there are any is just like finishing his father's work yes right and the emotional stakes for bonnie are she wants to get back to she earth. wants to get back to earth yeah because she wants to keep well because the person indulging. she is on earth she likes but right. the person that she was on her home planet she doesn't like that person right right which are notes that we're also hitting with tezka sort of yes that one version of her is a version of her she doesn't like. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I guess I don't mind a scavenger hunt episode, but I think I wish that the pairing going on the scavenger hunt had more um that there were dynamic, stakes between them, yeah. Yeah, that there was something between them that I cared about. Whereas these two characters, we really see, haven't seen them hang out before. They do have Alien in common, but otherwise, there's not a lot there. Like, if we found out, if, like, she had had an affair with his father. Right. I'm just making up a thing. Right. But if there was something to make their emotional journey fraught as well as their scavenger hunt, because I don't mind scavenger hunt. Right, right. I, I, I don't either, but I feel like a scavenger hunt has to be, like, the vehicle by which the two people interact, right? Right, and I don't know that we... we got to learn more about Bonnie. We got to learn more about Dallas a little bit, or at least like you said, it revealed Dallas's mission. Right. But it wasn't about the two of them together. Well, then like, so at the beginning, uh, like Bonnie is alone and she, you know, she's firing off this flare gun. Um, and like Dallas comes walking up and she's like, who is that? And Dallas is like someone who's just as confused as you are. And then they like run up to each other and hug. Right. Like they're old friends. Well, they were together when they went into this, the thing. Yeah. Cause they were on a mission and then their missions collided. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I guess that's right. But even then were they have, and maybe it's cause I like soapy stuff, but like, could they have been having a burgeoning love to, yeah. between each other? Yeah. Really anything. Ha- she has a crush on him. Just give her a crush on him. Right. Fine. Okay. So then what does that mean? What, how does he let her down easy while also pursuing this shared goal with her? Right. It's just like, like I said, I don't mind the scavenger hunt. Like, and the record, the record looks really cool when they yep, did that. That was fun. So like, I liked. Oh, that was it. That was, it was the record. The record. It, it, it was how he remembered the, this little oh, light yeah. of mine record. He just like, they're sitting there, they're talking about something else. And he goes, oh, I just remembered. Yeah. And like the other hacky TV thing would have been for them to say something that reminded him of yeah. the record player and then be like, oh shit. But like the fact that they were just sitting there talking about something else and then is like, oh, I just remembered. And yeah. then that's like the clue to yeah. uh, un- unlock everything. Um, I also just wish that the show would let us 
see the indentation in the horseshoe thing that is yeah. the, for, for the star map um, and not tell us that that's what that's for. Ooh, like, that would have been cool. Like, there's, there's enough... Um, specifically shaped like iconography on yeah. the show that like I think we're playing along right like yeah. I think we're actively if there's a horseshoe shape we know that's the console if there's like the Superman shape we know yeah. that's the star map um, and like I don't think it needs to but again this is the show that you you're watching while you're folding laundry exactly. so like it, it it has to tell you yeah it has to give show and tell mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah so I'm psyched for next week yeah I don't really know where Tezka is on the board beyond potential I mean. She gives us information that helps inform the A plot, sort of, but like doesn't. I mean, I think she needs to be a a war. She needs to be like a, a fighter along like side yeah. Isabel. Oh, right? I also floated this idea, and I think it's my favorite potential ending for the series. Is all the aliens go back to Oasis? Yeah, that would be great. And that's just the end of the show. They're just gone. They're just gone. Liz, and we'll never know. No, not Maria. Liz. They're all back. I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying Liz, they don't go. Maria, Kyle, they live on Earth. Yeah. But everyone else just... Just on Oasis. Yep. The scene where Isabel and Tezka are, like, beset by all of the people that uh, Tezka murdered. Yeah. There is a scene in um, Metal Gear Solid 3. Okay. Um, where uh, you are, are fighting... Oh, shit. I can't remember the, the character's name. The End? The, okay. The, the Pain? So, so someone like that. Um, where uh, the whole boss encounter is... Um, just you like w- wading through this river and you are like, there, there are people coming at you and they are the game keeping track of every character <gasps> that you amazing. killed. Cause like Metal Gear is so like, you, you can sneak by yeah. literally everyone if you want. Okay. Um, and so it's just the people that you murdered, like coming at you. Um, and like their individual like dog tags and shit that yeah. like you, you pick up from them and like, you can see that on them. Yeah. Um, and they have wounds reflecting how you killed them nice. so like someone you choked out is like their uh, yeah. neck is broken there are like bullet holes in, in people right. when you shot them um so like that's a fucking rad sequence that pays off right um the last like 12 hours you've been playing this game right um and it's just sort of like a uh a, a a weird beat in yeah. in roswell where it's like well, i don't we've not seen tezka murder anyone <laughs> or may, maybe we've seen her on earth she likes to take over people's faces, but right? She doesn't but she doesn't kill them. them, right? Yeah, maybe we. She lets them have right. blue eyes for a while. Yeah, whatever that was about. <laughs> I don't know. It's over now. I also think it's weird that that power gone. Well, and she was <laughs> irrelevant. Well, in her or before life, she didn't seem to use it. Like, if someone had the power of taking of cloning any person they saw, right? Wouldn't they go into a job that uses that power? Instead of getting really good at swords, yes. Well, and like, like is, even when she's training Isabel, shouldn't she be showing up in different faces to like? She should mess be the faceless it? man from she, yeah. uh, from Game of Thrones. It's just weird that she's the faceless <laughs> man, but it's like she doesn't use that power in yeah, this. Yeah. She keeps him separate. It's like, do you think that she uh, had that like body morphing ability before Jones? Yes. like corrupted her. Okay. I think that's her power. The way like oh, that, okay, sure. Like, like all the, the aliens we know is, have yeah. powers. Yeah. Have, Individ- has have their have specific powers what, is that what did max called them something did he call them my unique powers my special <laughs> he did. powers he did i think he, yeah unique is my what, unique powers when when michael he realized he didn't have his unique powers we're talking anymore. og roswell yeah sorry 
yes, sorry, jumped back. Um, but it, it is funny how much uh, the the powers as they're presenting now are sort of X Men y. Like yeah. Bonnie is is rogue. Yeah. Um, and uh, who are we just talking about? Tezka. Tezka is like morph or yeah. um, uh, mystique. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know we've talked before about how Dallas is basically like an, a, a water bender. Yeah. Um, which I guess is there an X Men who controls water? I mean, storms. Yeah, but that's like it's not really what aqua. Is there an aqua one? <laughs> I mean, there's Iceman. That's, that's not just, that's frozen. That's a kind water. of water. <laughs> that's I a guess. kind of water, but that's a cheat, just the same way Storm is. And there's Pyro, who's fire. There has to be. There has to be. Who's the hey? Uh, write in. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have an email address. We no. <laughs> but tweet at us. You can tweet at us at Roswell Pod. Um, and um, let us know who the water X-Men is. It's crazy that there isn't one. Is there a water? But there's not that many water Marvel people. There's uh, Namor or whatever, There's right? Namor, yeah. But he doesn't control water. No. Yeah, it's strange. feels like there should be more water controllers. There should be, a, there should be waterbenders. Should we delete this and then make our own X-Men oh and make a million dollars? Oh, my God. <laughs> It would be so funny if we wrote a letter to Marvel being like, I have a million dollar idea. Send me a check for one million dollars and I will tell you about waterbenders. I mean, we know an editor on X-Men. <laughs> so we could just so, make this happen. Yeah, we could just make a phone call. <laughs> and then he'd be like, oh, this is the name of that. Right. X-Men would be like, oh. Oh, shit. Cool. Okay. Cool. Should I call Drew right now? <laughs> he'd tell us. No, we don't need to loop other people into our Roswell madness. <laughs> This is for us and the few listeners no, who right, stuck right, with us right. all the way through. And thank you Almo- for doing so. Oh my God, thank you. And we're <laughs> almost to the end. We're getting we're so close. There. We're almost there. <sighs> and we won't have any weird, more weird episodes where we'll be doing tradition episodes for the last From three. From here on out. Is it just three? I think it's just three. Oh my God. We're nearing the end of this journey. We are. We're so close. <laughs> uh, who haven't we talked about here? Shivani? Yeah, Shivani wants her daughter alive i mean i have empathy for shivani like shivani's situation i can't blame her for where she is if i had a billion dollars and my daughter was dying and if i was i into- had a billion dollars oh somebody was talking about that song uh the original yeah and how <laughs> not, like not my parody with that how, how so million. how inflation has made it so that you couldn't get nearly that far oh you're wow. not buying a house buy no. you a house i would buy you a house where you're well, gonna buy me not not in L.A. Not in L.A. Not not any. Where do you want to live? I mean, like suburbs outside of Chicago. It's a small house, but you it's could do it. It's a very small house. You could uh, a Chesterfield and an ottoman and an ottoman. Wait, so this is a great question: Is if I had a million dollars, listing all of the things that he would yes, buy with one million dollars? Yes, that's what he's saying. But you can't buy all that with a million dollars anymore. Yeah. You could build the, tr- the tree house in the yard, although you would need a What's yard. What's the yard that you have yeah. at this house that you bought for under a million dollars? And craft dinners? <laughs> I mean, I think that's pretty easy to do. <laughs> but the thing about uh, building a tree house in the yard is that you said you could help. It wouldn't be that hard. Yeah. They're not getting a tree house built. Right. They're, they're just they're like, buying they're the buying lumber. some lumber, maybe yeah. a saw. Yeah. Hammer. Have we talked about if I had a million dollars on this show before? I, I feel don't, like we have. You think maybe? I think we have. All right. Eagle-eyed listeners, I hope you enjoyed the remix. Um, okay. 
I'm trying to think if there's anything else from this episode. That, I mean, alley sighting, no. No alley sighting. And I'm starting to feel... Like that was it. Like we got it. I'm starting to feel hopeless about it. <laughs> like I'm, we make... Because I feel like we... Yeah. Shivani could be gone next week. Because uh, we didn't say it explicitly, but Liz quit. Yeah. So we, we could go the rest of the season without seeing Shivani. So the fact that Shivani's off canvas makes me feel... I'm nervous we're not going to get a good alley episode. <laughs> But I feel like Shivani is still a force, right? Like, she still has... Well, what can she do? I mean, who knows? Maybe she can, like, bring the full weight of... Does her company have a name? I think it does. It's not Medichem. That's it's the other show. It's not Deep Sky. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, she could still come in and, like, wreck shit up. The, the like, kind of problem is that as we uh, go into the end game here, I don't really know who, like, the main players are on, like, what sides. Like, we we obviously have... Um, I mean, it's... On the Aliens front, it's everyone v. Clyde. Right. And, and then, then just Liz v. Shivani. But, like, Liz is also, supposed, like, according to prophecy, going mm-hmm. to bring about the alighting, which is either good or bad. We don't know. Also, we don't know. Aphiacus, good or bad. We don't know. <laughs> we think, I think maybe Aphiacus is followers of, of Jones. Jones. Not resistance against Jones, which is what we've been saying the last like. Three I know weeks. we switched it because we because th- because Tesco was confusing. Tesco was confusing. I mean, she's been through some. Brain, she has brain damage. Yes, that is true. Um, but yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, in, if the uh, lighting does not happen before the end of the season, yeah, I'm going to be. <laughs> you quit. You're not going to do I another quit. episode. I won't do another episode if by the end of the show <laughs> it doesn't happen. Yes, that's right. What a commitment. Um, there is a. Uh, in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless yes. Mind, um, there's uh, a part where someone is asking, you know, ab- about the procedure and being like, "Is there any risk of brain damage?" And the response is, uh, "Technically, the procedure is brain damage." <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> that movie rules. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I think it's worth seeing again. I would check it out again. You'd be willing. so. We will do that on the next episode. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. No, honestly, and I'm going to say next week, but really, it's only like four days from now. Yeah. So it's if so you- soon. If you guys are catching up on the show, we're going to catch up with you yeah. next time on we'll see you soon. the show. All right. <laughs> bye. Thank you for listening to Welcome Back to Roswell. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review over at Apple Podcasts or follow us on uh, social media. We're at Roswell Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Take care and have a great week.